Welcome to The Ron Show for Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. You can call or text the show at 404-919-2725. My email, directly write to me, ron at ronshowatl.com. So later in the show, David Pepper, chair of the Ohio Democratic Party, will be on the show. You're all, uh, Ron, you're in Atlanta. Why would you be talking to the Ohio Democratic Party chair? Well, he's also an accomplished author, and he's writing books left and right. Well, actually, left that talk about voter suppression, the many ways that the right tries to suppress your right to vote. Hmm. Does seem to resonate with us here in Georgia, does it not? We'll talk with uh, David about his latest book, Laboratories of Autocracy, a wake-up call from behind the lines. Looking forward to that. It seems like everybody I know was at the signing of the marriage protection law that Joe Biden signed into law yesterday at the White House. And the rainbow-colored lights on the pillars of the White House. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous stuff. It seems like everybody I know was there, except for me. (laughs) I didn't get that invite. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about the significance of that law uh, going into effect uh, next segment. I can't not lead, however, with the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook tragedy. It was on that day that 20-year-old Adam Lanza shot and killed his own mother, and then went to Sandy Hook Elementary and killed 20 children between the ages of 6 and 7 years old and 6 adult staff members. Lanza then took his own life, shooting himself in the head. Even 10 years later, it's kind of wild reviewing that moment, that day, that incident. 20-year-old Adam, using semi-automatic weapons that he was taught to use at gun ranges by his mother. Adam suffered from Asperger's and depression, other mental health maladies that were known by his mother. And yet, the two of them, she was divorced, lived in a house that police detailed had an arsenal of weapons. Adam, age 20, with Asperger's, had his own weapons in his bedroom. A gun safe, swords, knives, you name it. It was in there within reach for him to use. And so his mother, who raised him and collected guns, was the first victim of tragic, poor decision-making on her part. And then 20 school children and six elementary school professionals lost their lives as well. And so we sit here in the greatest nation on the planet, a nation that vows to spend $800 billion a year defending ourselves from enemies foreign allegedly domestic, and we've had very little done after or since Sandy Hook to protect us from another mass shooting. Since Sandy Hook, there have been 189 school shootings. 
279 casualties, 17 active shooter situations, and countless, and I mean countless, called in social media threats of school shootings since Adam Lanza took his mother's, 20 children's, six professionals at that school, and his own life on this date 10 years ago. There have been many more mass shootings outside of schools since Sandy Hook, with nearly 500 deaths, nearly 1,300 injuries, and precious little done to prevent another from happening. At the federal level, the only two significant acts made were President Trump's bump stock ban in March of 2019 on the heels of a country concert mass shooting in Las Vegas where a bump stock was featured to enable that killer to shoot dozens from a hotel room, killing 60, injuring, get this, 887 people. The other significant law was signed by President Biden earlier this summer on the heels of the Uvalde school shooting. That law includes incentives for state to pass so-called red flag laws that allow groups to petition courts to remove weapons from people deemed a threat to themselves or others. That, of course, was ignored in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where just weeks ago, someone who definitely should have been red flagged against owning or possessing guns walked into Club Q and shot and killed five. That bill also expanded an existing law that prevents people convicted of domestic abuse from owning a gun to include dating partners rather than just spouses and former spouses. It also expands background checks on people between the ages of 18 and 21 seeking to buy a gun. Of course, the NRA opposed that bill. Now, while there's been a lot of inaction to curb gun possession by those who ought not have it, or the kind of guns that folks in society just simply do not need, ought not have, I'm going to read from Pew Research, however. In the years since Sandy Hook, when 26 were slain in 2012, States have enacted nearly 600 new gun laws, according to data compiled separately by the National Rifle Association and the Giffords Law Center to reduce gun violence. Nearly two-thirds of those laws were backed by the NRA. It is, quote, indisputably true that there have been far more new laws that loosen gun restrictions than tighten them, said Michael Hammond, the Legislative Counsel at Gun Owners of America, a Virginia-based no-compromise gun lobbying organization. The way a state reacts to mass shootings depends on who controls its legislature, he says. And in the case of the states that expanded access to firearms, most were controlled by Republicans. The article continues, By the NRA's count, governors since 2013 have enacted 382, quote, pro-gun bills, many widely expanding access to firearms. Governors in Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, and Texas signed bills that would allow people with concealed carry licenses to bring guns onto college campuses 
joining seven other states with similar laws. New laws in at least five states, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and West Virginia, allow gun owners to carry loaded firearms without a permit or training. So-called permitless carry laws now are in effect in more than 10 states. After the mass shooting in Florida, Indiana lawmakers decide to make their state the next that allows people to carry guns on church grounds, even if there is a school on church property. The article continues, also in the past five years, 210 gun safety laws were enacted in 45 states, according to the Giffords Law Center, a nonprofit named after former Congress lady Gabrielle Giffords, an Arizona Democrat who we all remember survived an assassination attempt in 2011. That's a lot fewer than the number backed by the NRA, but advocates for restricting access to firearms don't see things that way. Comparing the number of laws that expanded gun access to the number of laws that tightened restrictions on guns is a, quote, false paradigm, according to Dan Gross, the former president of the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. Since Sandy Hook, states such as Colorado, Delaware, New York, Oregon, and Washington have expanded background checks for gun purchases. During that same period, Alabama, Louisiana, Nevada, Tennessee, Utah, and several other states enacted laws that prevent people convicted of domestic violence from from possessing a gun. Nearly 30 states now have similar laws, and Oregon passed a similar bill last month. Unlike NRA-backed legislation that is passed mostly in red states, these measures are being passed in both blue and red states, according to Allison Anderman, the managing attorney at the Gifford Center. The wild thing is, believe it or not, there are still people who believe because they're just such Second Amendment purists, except for the whole part about the well-regulated militia anyway. There are those that believe that people who have a history of domestic violence or violence shouldn't be kept from owning a gun. There are even those who advocate for the mentally challenged. (laughs) That's right. In a 2019 piece on the AutisticAdvocacy.org site, Maintained by the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, the headline, Congress Must Stop Scapegoating People with Mental Health Disabilities. Now listen, I'm not saying that everyone on the autism spectrum should not be allowed to possess a gun. Elon Musk is on the spectrum. He is the CEO of Tesla and Twitter. And while we could question his sanity, his decision-making abilities, he's Elon Musk. That being said, Adam Lanza had no business possessing an arsenal of guns, let alone one. And look what happened because of lax laws. Connecticut passed an assault weapons ban and has red flag laws, and the rest of the country should follow suit and learn from Sandy Hook. However, here we are. More Ron Show after this on the America One Radio app and AmericaOneRadio.com. Incidentally, for those who don't know, My full-time job is that I am a realtor, a real estate agent with eXp Realty. And you can dive right into the latest listings, get your home value checked out, check out open houses by visiting me at rononthereal.com. Even share some uh, blog posts that has me focusing in on the real estate industry and trends. Obviously, interest rates are climbing right now, which has a lot of folks thinking, oh, that means the market's going to go south. Mm, Atlanta's, Atlanta's a different animal. Money Magazine actually says that Atlanta is the number one place to live, the best place to live in the United States. And by 2040, there will be two and a half million more of us living in Metro Atlanta. There's like six million now. That's a big chunk of people coming 
in the next 18 years. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, 18 years, that's that's a long way from now. Do you know it was 18 years ago we were all jamming in the club to a new song called Yeah by Usher, Lil John, and Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> Not all that long ago, right? Life moves pretty fast. Ferris Bueller, thank you. Currently, we are seeing mortgage interest rates at or above 7%. That's a far cry from the below 3% figures we were enjoying the last two years, but they're not all that different than what they were in 2004, 18 years ago. And by 2040, if you pull the trigger on a home purchase or a rental income investment property today, you'd be either done with it if you chose a 15-year mortgage or more than halfway through a 30-year note with equity growing by the year in a local housing market needing space for two and a half million more people by 2040. What I'm saying is what you buy now is likely going to be wildly more valuable in 2040 or even 2030. It really is good to be number one, especially if you own your own home or a rental income property or both in Metro Atlanta. Hit me up, Ron at rononthereal.com, 843-283-0078, Georgia MLS 396-720.